Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection now 65% off. Plus, Macy Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to a super episode of the Retro Gamers Podcast. Larry here. Uh, Larry, you're actually not here, but Anthony's here. No, no. I'm here. You see, Anthony, uh, what today, recording day. Uh-oh. Oh, I saw your hand. Yeah, well, there goes that. All right. Well, that is the magic of technology. Um, <laughs> today is Super Bowl Sunday from when we're recording. And uh, you, my friend, who have lived in Los Angeles for a number of years now. <laughs> yes, I have. Um, and it is the L.A. Rams against the New England Patriots. Yes, folks. Welcome uh, to the Retro Gamers Podcast. Super Bowl Sunday. L.A. Rams, New England Patriots. We're going to get this show on the road. All right. So uh, when are you going duck hunting? <laughs> I love this hat. Yeah. <laughs> I have to back wow. up so it doesn't take up all the uh, the room there. Um, a lot of shadow, that's, I know. No, that's <laughs> just that's just absurd. I got this hat. Uh, let me just tighten this up a little bit. I, I got this hat in um, Ocean City, Maryland. Um, just I think uh, I think Ocean City, Maryland wants it back. No, no, this guy was making everything out of this not bamboo, just these leaves. Um, mm-hmm. I even have a cozy made out of these things. Uh-huh. Not Patriots, but a koozie. A koozie. And uh, so the guy was making different hats, and he made them from scratch right there on the beach. Wow. And, I mean, it was green. Originally, when we first got it, it okay. was green. Um, and then you know, I think you had to keep it in the freezer overnight or something. Uh, and then it okay. just turned into this. Um, yeah, this thing, I got news for you. It it will keep you warm a little bit. Okay. Keeps the sun, <laughs> it keeps the sun out. And at least for the first segment, uh, it is staying on my head. Nice. So... So, uh, well, and, and and it's and it's a special. Uh, we're doing a special football themed segment, so it seems yeah. to make sense. Absolutely. I actually brought I brought something football themed with me too. Oh, did you? Okay, what do you got? I did. Um, I know it's not a traditional football. I'm like, but it really it really kind of is. So <laughs> this is my football for the Super Bowl party today. How dare you? And like. And like all footballs, when you score a touchdown, what do, what do the players usually like to do? Well, for a while, they were not allowed to spike the ball because... Right. But they're totally allowed to spike the ball now, right? Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. Ready? Wait, what? Not now. What are you doing? There's legs on it. Oh! What? What was that? Uh, that was the... Um... That was me spiking the football. <laughs> you didn't even score a touchdown. Oh, I trust me. That was a touchdown. <laughs> what? 
There was legs on it and everything. Not anymore. Oh, my God. Is this what you waited for? You knew the Rams were going to and the Pats are going to be in the yeah, Super Bowl? I had planned this whole thing. I knew the Rams were in the Super Bowl and that I would be able to do this. Actually, um, it survived. Oh, see? That's a, that is equipment, my friend. It's a durable little sucker. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to... I can't believe you did that. Um, I'm going to safe to assume the innards may not be working anymore. <laughs> um, well, you know what? I'll turn it on later and uh, find out. <laughs> you shake it, hear a little rattling in there. Wait, wait, here, wait ready? Nope, it's oh, yeah, It's still good. It's all good. Son of a button. All right. Although, although it did lose the uh, it did lose the eyepiece, so um, I have a new pair of headwear. It did. <laughs> God so. damn it! I can't. The divot on your floor right now. The dent, I should say, on your floor. No, I have hardwood floors. I'm all good. Oh, <laughs> look, you look like Batman. <laughs> or, or, Virtual Boy. <laughs> let's, let's not do that. That was awesome. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That was terrible. Absolutely. That was awesome. See, I even got you to admit it. Was ruining awesome. my day. God, only one Never. other thing. One of no, the... what's really going to ruin your day is when uh, the Patriots lose to the Rams later. Oh, well, we will see. Of course, by the time this airs, we're going to know the true outcome of the game. Uh, that is correct. But since we're actually recording on Super Bowl Sunday, uh, we figured it'd be kind of cool to talk about um, the history of the Madden simulation, the Madden Super Bowl simulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been doing Madden. Of course, first of all, let's talk about the game, uh, Madden Football. Or now, as we know, it's just Madden. Madden 19. Exactly. Uh, game's been around since the early 90s. Probably the best football series that's ever been that's ever come out on home console. And they kind of got a lock on that when they signed the deal with the NFL. That pretty made them the only uh, game in town, literally, to be able to make an NFL game. Which was a little wacky there for at first. Uh, but, hey, listen, money's money. That's true. Um, I, you know, I've played a few of them. I, you know, as much as I'm, I'm a Pats fan, and you know, I'll watch the game and everything. I really didn't get like I don't. Know, I kind of like the older Madden games than the new. And that's not. Hey, look, I'm a, we're on the retro gamers. I don't know. I just kind of mm-hmm. like the simplicity of the older games. Well, this, you know, they, I remember they were a lot easier. They were just a lot easier to play because as somebody who's not a really huge football fan, and I was I, there was a pocket of time where I actually was but um it's just one of those things that comes and goes for me and i i do enjoy watching the super bowl and not for the commercials i enjoy watching the super bowl <laughs> for the actual game um but when i would play video games i gotta say like the original like the 8-bit ones you know like um like tecmo bowl like um just ten football yard fight. like the 10-yard fight the simple ones i felt were just it was easy to pick up and play because yeah. You know, you ran around with the ball, you passed it. It had, you know, it had the screen where you chose what formation you wanted. Not, you know, nothing uber complicated. Now, of course, fast forward to today, you've got um, everything in there from start to finish, obviously fully simulated. You have the stadiums, you have career mode. Weather. Yeah, weather. Like there's so many factors involved. It's it's practically like you're playing football. (laughs) Of course, you're not because you're sitting on your butt. But (laughs) But yeah, no, no, something about the older ones, even when they first started going 3D, like I remember playing NFL Quarterback Club on um, the N64, and that was actually really entertaining. So, um, and then of course the ESPN 2K series, 
that they did? Oh, yeah, like, in, and we've talked about this before. I think yes. as a single game, like one year, one game, mm-hmm. I think ESPN NFL, uh, night, uh, excuse me, ESPN 2K5, best game out, and it was on the um, original Xbox or 360? Um, no, I think it was on the. I think it was on. No, I think it was on the original Xbox because it was 2005. I think 360 came right. out a year later. You're year right. I don't later. know why I thought it was backwards compatible. Um, so, oh, that's right. It was on the 360. It was backwards compatible. Correct. Okay. Yes. Now it's on to come back to me. This. I was. My head was a now little time. smaller when I bought this. Um, so a little. <laughs> yeah. Hard to believe. Um, so yeah. So ESPN 2K5, probably the best football game. Unto mm-hmm. itself. But Madden, again, ever since taking over the licensing and pretty much putting a monopoly on uh, the the genre, um, at least, look, the games are still awesome. But there's a fun factor that plays in on Super Bowl, well, before Super Bowl Sunday, but that has played into the, now the actual game. And, you know, mm-hmm. I hope Roger Goodell is not listening because the fact that we're even saying Super Bowl, you know, who knows how long this yeah, episode will get, stay on the Yeah, we're going to get sued. <laughs> um, but but to your point, and this is also something that it's not just something that gets covered by gamers. This is something literally that every news site, every um, you know, every sports page like actually covers this, yep. um, which is you know, which is amazing in its own right. Yeah, and we're going to see why in a little bit. We're going to talk about the history of basically the Madden uh, Super Bowl simulation. Uh, the Madden mm-hmm. curse is a whole other subject we can get into. Oh yeah. Time. Um, and that's not subject to just Madden. You know, I was I was about to ask that because as much as everyone knows, just to touch very briefly, the Madden curse, you know, the cover athlete of the Madden football game usually always got injured, like a, mm-hmm. like a season-ending injury. Um, has that happened? A little adjustment there. Oh, all right, cool. I like it. We're on the fly. Uh-huh. Um, has that been the case for like, well, I know you love hockey, so has that been the case with NHL? Well, oddly enough, um, it, it happened like – two or three years in a row for the NHL. Mm-hmm. So they started saying that the curse was spreading. Yeah. <clears throat> but I think I, I think it's uh, subsided on the okay. NHL side. I don't know about the MLB side because I, I don't pay really, attention to baseball. Yeah, I never really heard much about baseball or basketball on those ends. No, the Mad- so. it's the Madden curse is the is the bigger one. Well, hence knows. because it's Madden, Madden's football, John Madden, you know. Yeah. The guy who refuses to fly anywhere, I don't blame him, and it created the turducken, the greatest stuffing of three animals into each other I've ever seen. Uh, the only stuffing of three animals I've ever heard of. Uh, I've been to Vegas, but anyway. Uh, so that's how I. <laughs> so uh, first, let's talk about this year's Super Bowl. And you know, it's funny in doing my uh, research for this before I went to the actual. I don't know why it didn't dawn me just to go to easports.com, but like everyone did their simulation. Everyone ran a simulation for this mm-hmm. football game. So obviously it is what it is. You know, it's meant to be fun, but with the new stats, the current stats uh, in these games, because for a while, remember, you bought a game, one of these sports games, and that's it. You were stuck with whatever it was. And, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't until we had these systems hooking up to the Internet, we can download rosters, current rosters, or even yes. current current um, stats, you know, where now it could be completely up to date. And, yeah. um so now it's starting to make a make a turn, but um, as much as everyone else does the corny corny tradition of running their own uh, Super Bowl simulation, go to Facebook 
at our Facebook page because you'll see one more. <laughs> That's right. We ran a um, – well, of course, we're doing the Super Bowl Sunday. But we ran a uh, Super Bowl simulation of the Patriots versus the Rams in 8-bit style on Tecmo Super Bowl. Actually, I guess maybe that's 16-bit, actually. Uh, no, no, that was that was NES. Tecmo Super Bowl was on NES? Mm-hmm. Oh, a little on Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. Nope, it, Even it was on NES. Even so, better. yeah, so you can check it out. You can check out uh, if you just want to see exactly um, how our simulation ran and whether or not it was correct, you can go to our Facebook page and check it out. Way back in 91. Um, yes. So let's talk about the current simulation. So let's get right to it. Well, let's put the cart before the horse. And uh, the Madden NFL 19 has predicted that the L.A. Rams will Woo! beat the New England Patriots. They robbed yeah. them of their sixth Super Bowl win by a score of 30 to 27. That's right. Tom Brady's other hand is going to stay naked. <laughs> oh, Ah, uh, Giselle. Uh, so, um, you know, the Rams back in L.A. after leaving for a long time. Hey, was there a big hoopla when the Rams came back? There actually was. I was uh, um, I was surprised because, um, you know, the city had been without a football team for such a long time that uh, news of the Rams coming back became a big deal. Huge fanfare. Um, also going to the um, L.A. Coliseum. That's their, cool. Uh, for their games, which are really cool, at least until the new stadium is built in, yeah. I think twenty. I think it'll be up in twenty twenty. Okay. So okay. Um, but the funnier thing about the LA Rams coming back is the Chargers are also coming back too, but or came back to LA. Nobody cares. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't even realize the Chargers went back to LA. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, I thought they were still in San Diego. Um. I don't know if they've left San Diego yet or like this is literally oh, no. why like I have LA not Chargers. really followed football in the last few years. All I know is that the Chargers and the Rams are both going to be L.A. based. And then the Oakland Raiders are shipping out to Las Vegas. So, oh, they're going to Vegas. Oh, that's right. The Raiders that's are going right. to Vegas. Yes. Uh, Oakland's really pissed off about it um, <laughs> because they don't want to lose the Raiders. Uh, but I have to say um, I saw I was in Las Vegas a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I saw the stadium underway, and uh, it's looking nice. It's right by the strip, not too far from um, oh. the um, not too far from the um, the other state uh, the uh, the indoor stadium that they built, um, the arena that they built. I'm trying to think of the name of the arena for um, their hockey team, the Golden Knights. Okay. So um, if Vegas wasn't crowded before, it's definitely <laughs> going to be crowded during football season um, now. I didn't realize the Chargers and the Rams are actually going to share the same football. That is, that is correct. Much like yeah, they're the, sharing the same, like the Jets and the Giants. They're sharing the same stadium, and probably with the number of Charger fans that they have to fill the seats, the games will probably go on at the same time. So. <laughs> oh yes. Um, so let's get right into. It. We're going to break this down for some of you sports nerds out there. Um, basically, uh, the Pats took over in the first quarter, scoring the touchdown, and the Rams had uh, nothing on the board there. The Patriots kept their lead. In the second quarter, adding a field goal to their score, making it 10-3. Rams starting to come back, and they come back in a big way in the third quarter. No, Larry, I think think you're reading it wrong. What? No, no, no. The Patriots in the second quarter scored a touchdown and a field goal. 
Well, the Rams oh, only scored a field stupid goal. Me, I'm so adding. You're by right. By the end of the first, by the end of the first half, Patriots are up seventeen to three. You're. I'm adding. I'm literally thought they were just adding on to it. You're right. Uh, right. Again, blood flow. So let's go into the third uh, quarter. At which that point. Uh, the Rams were like, you know what? We forgot to show up, so let's now finally hit the field. And the Rams in the third quarter score 17 points to the Patriots' three. Um, uh, and, and now we got a tie score, 2020, going into the fourth. Thank you very much. And going into the fourth quarter, the Rams seal it up with their 10 points, with the Pats scoring another touchdown, but it wasn't worth it as the game ends 30-27. And the Super Bowl MVP in the simulation is Aaron Donald. So we'll see how that works out in the real yes, game. Yes, we will. Um, some quick highlights, very quick highlights. We had, uh, let's see, we hear uh, da, da, da. Uh, Rams got their field goal in the second quarter, like we said. Uh, nothing major there. Oh, 46 yep. yard pass touchdown from Woods. Uh, excuse me, from uh, Goff to Woods in the third quarter. And, yep. of course, Gronk with his 32-yard field goal in the third quarter. This is just some of the quick highlights. No, not Gr- no that's not Gronk. That's Gosk. Gaskowski. What? <laughs> the guy who almost got arrested at WrestleMania. And, yes. Uh, so, and then break down a little bit further. I mean, let's compare the quarterbacks uh, in the game. Again, there's so much you know difference here. Uh, Brady, 22 for 29. 287 passing yards, two touchdowns, one interception, and uh, Jared Goff. Goff. Yep, ja- no, I was going to say Jeff. Jared Goff. I I don't watch that much football this season. Uh, 23 completions out of 38 attempts, 303 passing yards, two touchdowns, one interception as well. And, um, you know, the defense did pretty good. The, the L.A. Rams sacked. Oh, that's why they gave him MVP. Uh, Donald sacked Brady four times in the game. That'll do it. That's going to do it right there, to be honest with you. Yeah. Pat's had a couple sacks. Um, and then I love how they compared Brady's playoff career to Jared Goff's total career. And yes. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> I love Look, hate, love him or hate him. Tom Brady, one of the best pay, uh, players, one of the best QBs of all time. You know, maybe he'll be considered that once he retires. But uh, right now, absolutely. everybody hates him. Of course, um, you know Brady's twenty-nine playoff career wins versus Goff's twenty-six career wins. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, nevertheless, uh, Sony basically Mike- basically the stats between the two. Tom Brady's playoff career trumps Jared Goff's total career oh, in everything. Absolutely. Game-winning yes. drives, passing TDs. It's hysterical. So, yeah. Um, it's amazing. And then finally, uh, some of the featured players I'll mention here. Uh, from the Pats, Sony Michael. I'm Michelle. sure that's probably Michelle, yeah. Uh, and then I just, again, it's, it's WrestleMania season. And then uh, on the Rams, Aaron Donald and Robert Woods putting up some big numbers. So uh, this was, this looks like it was, again, you know, New England kind of blowing it out of the water there for the first half. And then, then the Rams are like, "Oh yeah, we're here to win." <laughs> yeah. Well, you know that's the that's the good old you know that's the good old um, ha- during the halftime show. You know, while Maroon Five is playing with uh, I don't know Meatloaf or whoever the hell else they <laughs> they bring in for. 
Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply special guest um but while martin you know while maroon five's playing the coach is in the back you know giving that big speech you know that big speech yeah. that happens in every sports movie <laughs> yeah. that just charges all of them up and then they and then they come out with like a new theme song and then all of a sudden they just start running everything over and then the third and fourth quarter happen in montage fashion until we get <laughs> to the last five minutes and then you just hear just hear rudy rudy <laughs> rudy um, and then Sean Astin runs on the field and gets destroyed. <laughs> uh, and for the record, I will be not. I will not be watching Maroon Five. I will be watching Halftime Heat. Ah, uh, uh, okay. I'll be watching. Well, neither. <laughs> so, you know, big numbers and a lot of detail nowadays. You know, like like we mm-hmm. said earlier, Ant, because the game is so sophisticated now. It, it it breaks down like an like the actual game will when we see yeah. the results tomorrow in the newspaper. Correct. Now, the history, though, of this... Totally different story. Thing. Yeah, and it's a fun... It's an interesting... I mean, look, we're not going to break it down like we just did there because they really didn't mm-hmm. keep track of that part of it. Um, but we're just going to talk about the score, just a straight up who won, who lost, and the score. Um, mm-hmm. And they started this back at Super Bowl thirty eight. Yes. Yes, which would and have that been... And that was way back, back when the Panthers actually, you know... We're good. Yeah. Well, yeah, they were in the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, this would have been the uh, the second of three out of four Super Bowl wins for the Patriots. But um, basically, for the first one, two, three, four, uh, five, six, seven. Okay. No, it was pretty well. Actually, for the first while, the uh, the simulation nailed it as far as the winners. Um, we're, yes. just gonna go th- we're just going to go through this real quick. Uh, we'll highlight some of the kind of the the interesting facts of it. Um, Super Bowl thirty eight, Pats versus the Panthers. The prediction twenty three twenty Patriots. The results thirty two twenty nine Patriots. So yes. um, that one wasn't too I, bad. No, no, that was actually not only was it correct, but it actually had the point differential correct as well. So yep. the Patriots won by three points. Yep. Um, Super Bowl thirty nine, Pats versus Eagles. 47-31 Patriots was predicted. 24-21 Patriots was actual. Uh, I believe that was, unfortunately, Deflategate. Yeah. Uh, wait, it was Deflategate that long ago? No. That's yeah. Super Bowl 39? Oh, it was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't that. It was not 14 years ago. It wasn't when they, when they last won, was it? No, it was, it was, it was more recent. It was... Uh, it, Certainly. It was def- oh, no, wait, 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 wait. Did they... Yeah, they they lost the Super Bowl when um, we're going to happen. Oh no no no, they won. That's why everyone was wait. Did they about win? It. No, 
First was against the Rams. Yeah. Actually, funny enough, they played the Rams. Um, I think it was the Rams when they had the whole issue with uh, Spygate. It wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if it was um, Super Bowl Forty Nine, but not Thirty Nine. No, no, I don't think we'll, we'll get to it. We'll, we'll follow as we'll we get, get there. there. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's go back over here. Here we go. All right. And you know what? While you're looking, I'm going to look, look it up. up. All right. Yes. Yeah. You know, I try and I try and put this stuff out of my memory. Uh, Super Bowl Forty. I <laughs> Super Bowl 40, 40, Steelers versus Seahawks again for the third year in a row. Uh, they got the winner um, and almost got the score uh, predicted 24-19 Steelers. Actual result, 21-10 Steelers. So not too bad. Yep. Not too bad. Nope, not bad. Uh, Super Bowl 41, Colts versus Bears. Again, they got it right. 38-27 Colts predicted. 29-17 Colts win. Uh, and then... And the only Super Bowl ring for Manning, uh, right? Peyton Manning? No, no, no. That was his first one. He did get oh, two. his first one. Yep. Um, in what has to be, in my opinion, probably the greatest... The best Super Bowl I, in history. Listen, I will say yes. It was probably the best Super Bowl game ever played. Mm-hmm. But it it just went wrong everywhere it could have been, including the prediction. But you can't help the simulation. Uh- who who would have guessed? Um, Super Bowl forty two, Patriots versus Giants. Predicted results thirty eight thirty Patriots. Who would have then been the second team in NFL history to go undefeated, matching Miami in the seventies? But of course, because that stupid helmet grab, it ended up being seventeen uh, fourteen Giants. That one of the greatest catches in NFL oh, history. That again, agreed. Yeah. All right. And moving on to 43. Absolutely. Um, so I get my page back. We had the St- Steelers versus the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. And uh, the predicted result were the Steelers over 28-24. The actual result was actually really close. Steelers went over 27-23. So it was only a couple of points difference there. Yeah. Which is no, cool. Absolutely. And now the, the simulation is back on track because the Pats and Giants yeah. was the first time that it got the prediction wrong. Yes. And then uh, we'll move on to uh, Super Bowl 44 with the Colts versus the Saints. That was a good game. I uh, had the Saints going over 35-31, which was actually correct. So, again, uh, Madden is right on the money. Actual score now, there, 31-17. Now, and this is the other thing to keep in mind, too, and we talked about this before, where you can download we're, – we're getting – we're at the point now where you're downloading rosters, getting updated stats from the season. So – you're at, you know, so all of the information that's being put in before they run these simulations is as accurate as it could possibly be for the players. Oh, yeah. Um, so it just seems to make sense that, you know, a lot of these predictions actually wound up being correct. Like at this point, we're seven, seven uh, simulations in and only one of them is wrong. And to be fair, all joking aside, I mean, the odds on favorite were the Pats against the Giants. Again, old jokes aside, they were seventeen and zero going into that game. So it was, and the right. Giants were a wild card. Um, you know, who knew they were going to pull it out of the back pocket? So prediction wise, I still think it's doing a really great job at predicting these yes. games. Agreed. So uh, up next would be uh, Super Bowl forty five. Forty five. Uh, Steelers and Packers, two of the old-time teams here. And uh, this was the second time in simulation Mm -hmm. history that uh, Madden got it wrong. 
So predicted results, 24-20 Steelers, actual 31-25 Packers. I don't remember. Do you remember who the favorite was in that? Um, I'm, I'm not even going to venture to pretend like I know. So, no. I, Let's I, just leave it there. I think it was pro- – I, I want to say the Packers. Because okay. um, also, I just don't like the Steelers because of the host of the Yin and the Yang podcast. But that's that's great. Yes. Uh, hi, Anthony Chu. <laughs> Super Bowl 51. No, 41. Excuse me. Got to do my. Uh, you know, you know, when he, you know, when he, no, it's 46. Pay attention. Um, but uh, oh, yeah, you I'm do sorry, know yeah. that you do know that Anthony's going to hear this and rant about you now. At least now we have something to talk about. So Exactly. <laughs> Super Bowl 56, the rematch four years later. Giants and Patriots back in the Super Bowl. Where the Patriots would get their revenge, except they didn't. Yeah, and this time, though, Madden got it correct. Yes. Uh, Again, score very close. Predicted 27-24, big blue. Actual results, 21-17, the miserable Giants. Very good. The awesome Giants who have two Super Bowl rings at the Patriots' expense. This, Yeah, and Eli Manning, you know, um, I think he was... No, he wasn't Super Bowl MVP that year. Because um, I remember... No, it was, I think the first year was him. It was because Peyton Manning was the MVP the year before, and then Eli, and that was the first time brothers won consecutively MVPs. Yep. Might be the last. Uh, well, yeah, you never know. Uh, mm. Super Bowl 50, uh, 50, 45, 6, uh, 47. 47. Come on, Larry. Ravens and the 40. No, you're Latin. <laughs> um, again, nail it. Predicted 27-24 Ravens. Actual 34-31 Ravens. Yeah, exactly. Again, three point spread. That was the year I actually had season tickets to the Patriots. Oh, uh, and they didn't make it. Baltimore destroyed them in the wild yep. card game. I went I, to. I actually remember watching that. <laughs> it was nice. <laughs> uh, the first ever cold weather Super Bowl, and as of right oh, yeah. now, the only cold weather Super Bowl, <laughs> and that is why the rest are happening in the South. <laughs> Uh, Super Bowl Forty Eight in um, our backyard, or at least Anthony's old backyard, my current backyard, MetLife mm-hmm. Stadium. Uh, I was yes. very excited. I actually, remember when they held a concert out here, like a Super Bowl concert. I saw the Chili Peppers there for the first time. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, now this is—I'd like to talk about this real quick. It was Steelers and the Broncos. No, 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 Seahawks. God, you're right. I don't, I'm sorry. I apologize. That's just me getting hit in the head too much. Seahawks. You're not Bron- reading. No, you need to take the hat off. I'm staring at the logos, too. That doesn't help any. Um, Seahawks and Broncos. Now, going into this, the Broncos were a lock. Peyton Manning just left Indianapolis. He's playing with the well, women, not just left, but he's playing with the Broncos. His yep. career is starting to wind down. And, I mean, the Broncos were just dominant. So Madden predicted 31-28 Broncos. And, and what happened? God, did this go in a different direction? Yeah. <laughs> Pete Carroll this, and the Seahawks. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, probably the most incorrect you can get for a Super Bowl prediction here. And the biggest lopsided Super Bowl in yep. history. Because Pete Carroll and the Seahawks just said, you know what, Broncos? Screw you and your high altitude weather you know, playing. We like the cold. And they beat them 43-8. to eight. It's insane. That's, that's just sad. And at that point, the NFL said, MetLife, we bid you adieu. <laughs> we are done. We're breaking up with you. Oh, it's God. over. Meanwhile, I'm looking forward to maybe a snowstorm at WrestleMania this year. So we'll see. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, I well, and you know what? I mean, I don't think, you know, and the Broncos really, um, I mean, 
they couldn't really complain about the weather because they play in Denver. No, so, true. And the weather was no excuse there. It was cold. I don't think it snowed. It yeah, so that really wasn't an excuse. Maybe right. Uh but oh man, I mean, I just remember just it was a lock for Peyton Manning and the Broncos and Ufa. Not so much. So now at this point, Anthony, correct me if I'm wrong, because I know you will. I think it's the third or fourth one they got wrong. The third one, I think. Uh, I think it was number three. All right. Yes. Out of uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, a lot, and eleven. So what? Three wrong out of eleven? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty good. Numbers are good. Uh, okay, this is the one. This is the only one. Yes. That re- that nailed it. Super Bowl forty nine. Mm-hmm. Patriots Seahawks Seahawks are back in the big game. Predicted results, New England Patriots 28, Seahawks 24. Actual results, New England Patriots 28, Seahawks 24. Cannot get more perfect than that. Nope. This exact. One, this one, uh, I'll look later when we're done. I'd really like to see the breakdown of this simulation versus yes. the actual game. I agree, because this one was just, yeah, talk about on point. That's just crazy. Yeah, so that uh, so that, that nailed it home. Uh, Super Bowl 50. Can't ask for a better way to end your football career. Peyton Manning, again with the Broncos, finally extracting revenge on the miserable Seahawks, or at least for that game against the Seahawks, as it was the Panthers and the Broncos, Super Bowl 55-0. Yes. Oh, wait, hang on. Uh, Let's circle back for one second. No problem. To your Patriots and Seahawks. Uh, Only because I bring that up because that was the year of Deflategate. Because it was the yes. AFC Championship game of the uh, with the Patriots against the Colts, mm-hmm. where yes. the Flake Gate happened. I remember the Colts being involved. That's right. The Colts okay. were involved. Patriots won the game forty-five to seven, and that was yeah. And and then Deflate Gate happened, which I don't get because both teams used the ball. In any event, <laughs> one team wasn't prepared. <laughs> They weigh the them before the game. Mm-hmm. Sure. XFL 2020. So uh, Super, oh. Bowl, Super Bowl 50. Uh, again, score very after coming off an, a perfect score, a perfect mm-hmm. prediction. Madden pretty much almost nailed it again. Um, predicted 24-20 Panthers. Well, never mind. No, they didn't. Well, I was just going to say, yeah. they, they didn't really predict this one. Well, the score, though, at least the score you can almost count. Um, right. Predicted 24-20 Panthers, actual 24 10 Broncos and Peyton Manning retires with his uh, Super Bowl, second Super Bowl win. That's right. Well, he had to retire with a second ring. Otherwise, his little brother wouldn't have let him live it down. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, can you, can you imagine them in like a retirement home like 50 years from now? What about and the... Eli's just laughing at him with his two rings and Peyton's only got the one. What about the third son who's like an accountant or something like that? Yeah, he, yeah he's, the, he's the pariah. Well, Archie Manning's like, what, what happened? Where did I go? What are you talking about? Archie Archie basically earns his living probably doing their taxes. (laughs) No, Archie Manning's a father. Oh. (laughs) Well, whatever the Manning brother is. I think it's Corbin or something. I don't follow the Manning family like you. You know, I'm not a stalker. Oh, come on. Peyton Manning was awesome on on Saturday Night Live. Um, I did not see it. Let's now go to Super Bowl 51. Uh, This is another one. I would love to see the breakdown because this is the game that – it was uh, the Patriots against the Falcons. The Falcons mm-hmm. were destroying the Pats. Absolutely yes, they were. Destroying the Pats. I remember that well. 
We're going into like minutes left in the third. It was like twenty four to three or something like, or thirty one to three. I think it was twenty. Yeah, it was some crazy number. And it really was. I mean, the Pats were just poop in the bed. There was no way they were coming back. And Tom and, Brady. And then uh, Deflategate two happened. Oh, stop nobody it! Nobody knows about that one. Nope. I think Giselle said something to Tom, and Brady's like, "You know what? F this. Let's go win a Super Bowl." Yeah, I'm sure she gave him motivation in the half. <laughs> and, and just came back and ran over. Oh, it was twenty-seven to three because because the Pats scored all their points unanswered. That's uh, right. They just they just went on a run and mm-hmm. just, <laughs> and was just like game over. So prediction. 27-24 Pats, actual 34-28 Pats. Well, I mean, at least uh, at least the prediction was right. <laughs> the game didn't look like it was going to be right. I remember sitting there after halftime. I'm like, you know what? They're going to lose this game. Whatever. I like Atlanta. Congratulations to the Falcons. And Brady yep. just looked into the camera and just went, watch this. <laughs> and then we're going to start wrapping it up here uh, with Super Bowl 52. Uh, Pats versus Eagles. Predicted 24-20 Patriots, actual 41-33 Eagles. Yeah, that was a crazy game last year. That was just a crazy game. Yeah, that Um, one was another nutty one. Yeah, and now just to point out really quickly. Yes. When Madden first started predicting, right, Mm -hmm. it was really on point. Now, the last five years, to your point, when they're putting in all the stats, all the players, everything up to date leading into the Super Bowl – Three out of the last five have been wrong. Interesting. And yeah. Now, if we go back just very quickly, I mean, just to take a look, let's. I mean, let's try and put two and two together. You know, Pats and Falcons again. Brady just just awoken sleeping giant out of nowhere. Um. And then, well, now was really the only one that to me had some. Oh, and um, was the um, Super Bowl up in MetLife? Was that one of the last five? Um, which one was that? Uh, Super Bowl 49. Excuse me, 48. Uh, yes, it was. Super Bowl 48, again, no one saw right. that coming with the Broncos. Right, but still, you know, apart. it's just, it'll no, be agreed. interesting to see agreed. since, like, at a, yeah, the last five years, three of them have been incorrect. You, but um, overall, uh, we're talking 15 years, and out of the 15 years, they uh, 10 correct, five wrong. That's actually a pretty decent... Oh, absolutely. That's actually a pretty decent NFL season. Yeah, yeah. And um yeah, you can always, you can't always take away the human element factor. So, of course. And uh but uh interesting to see. So now we have the stats. Again, when we're recording, Super Bowl hasn't happened yet, but by the time yep. this drops, we'll be able to compare and contrast. But um and are you going to be doing I know you said, you know, you'll be kind of not really watching the game. Well, you're watching the game, but no, I'll be, I'll be watching the game. Um, I have a couple of uh, – I, I had a couple of party invitations. Okay. Um, but um, I kind of started a project in my house that is uh, upsetting my home, so I'll have to see how <laughs> when I get that done. Uh, maybe I'll head out for the half. Okay. Uh, and we'll see what happens. All right, cool. Yeah, I got a Super Bowl party to be heading to. Got to go pick up that cheese and cracker platter that I ordered. Hopefully don't eat before I bring it to the house. Don't you dare. And uh, other than that, uh, I'm going to go out into the, uh, you know, into the swamp and uh, see what I can do out there with some gator wrestling. Yeah, you uh, you enjoy, you enjoy that. You enjoy that. And, and hopefully one of those gators will not eat you. I'm not that cruel, but okay. will eat that goddamn hat. This hat is awesome. Ready, down, hunt. 
Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Okay, so now if we haven't talked about enough football for you guys, I had to take the hat off. <clears throat> yeah, the, yeah, the, the hat had to come off because uh, it was it was so awful. It was actually my my um, my Skype stopped recording because oh. it couldn't handle the hat. Boom. But anyway, um, we since we haven't talked enough football, uh, I have decided to for this mini segment to talk about this week's canceled game of the week. Oh, okay. And it is a football game. Oh, really? So this week's canceled game of the week is NFL Retro Football, also known as Retro Studios Football. It was developed – it was being developed by Retro Studios, which you might know as the developers of two very important franchises, the Metroid Prime series and the Donkey Kong. And the Donkey Kong Country series. Yes, and in fact, just real quick, they're going back. You know, Metro Prime Four got completely scratched and stopped from yep. the beginning, and Nintendo's going to that to them because they originally made, like you said, Metroid Prime. So they're going to be part of Metroid Prime Four. Exactly. Um, but during their time with uh, uh, Nintendo back in the late '90s, which is when they actually started with, um, they started somewhere around '98. I think that was when their first uh, Metroid game came. Oh, okay. Donkey Kong Country when yeah. they started doing those. But so Retro Studios was um, was approached um, by Nintendo to create a football game. So uh, for the GameCube, not for the N64, oh. but for the GameCube, okay. it was uh, it was it was canceled in February 2001. Um, and what happened was um, Nintendo wanted a game. Uh, now, initially, it was uh, it was rumored that this was going to be a Mario themed football game. Ooh. But. Nintendo decided instead of going the Mario route, they wanted this to be a more mature game. So they wanted it to be an actual football game as realistic as possible. So Retro Studios was working on it. But in the beginning of their in the beginning, the early stages of their company, um, they were dealing with like, you know, financial issues and things like that. They were struggling to get by. Mm. Um, They had layoffs and stuff. Um, And then Nintendo offered the company. Metroid in 2000. Okay. And Metroid pretty much saved Retro Studios. That's good. Okay. So then one of the GameCube games, so then they get to the GameCube uh, version of uh, NFL Retro Football. It was going to be a traditional football game um, with, and the rumor was it was also probably going to be the first football game to include a creator player mode. Ooh, that would be cool. Which would have been interesting and monumental at the time. Um, So what exactly happened Nobody 100% knows, um, but the guess is they canceled it because at this time, EA made a deal with Sega 
to port Madden NFL and the NFL 2K series to the GameCube. And since they were already getting two football games with the NFL license attached, it didn't make any sense to go with NFL retro football. I see Now, right, my argument here would have been, well, why not just revert to the Mario football game that you originally wanted to make and offer something different? But I guess they already had two NFL games coming out, so they just focused on that. Therefore... NFL retro football ceased to be. There are videos online, though, of like the test plays. Oh, really? Like some test plays oh, of cool. the football game, which looks really cool, yeah. especially uh, for the time. Um, but was not meant to be. Uh, so NFL retro football is this week's canceled game of the week. All right. So with, uh, you know, with all these Super Bowl parties that everyone's having, you know, the party atmosphere, uh, you know, they may not just be – not everyone wants to watch the Super Bowl. Not everyone is – you know, couples go. Right. Um, there may be other kind of smaller offshoots happening. But not only that, in a party atmosphere, there's other things to do besides watch TV or a movie or a sporting, sporting event. And you know what? And I think I know what you're referring to, Larry, because just before we started recording the podcast, I brought up a very interesting um, anniversary that we're celebrating yes. this week. Uh, highlight. Yeah, yes, highlight. That's it. Um, no, but we are actually this week we are celebrating the 20th yeah, anniversary wow. of Mario Party. Mario Party came out 20 years ago this week in 1999 on the Nintendo 64. And what's funny is when I when we were talking about this beforehand, I suggested this comment uh this topic I had no idea. I didn't realize it was the anniversary of it. So Yes, it was. So everything. it was the per- it was the perfect topic for this week. For once, you were actually right on point. Well, I once every few few shows. <laughs> yes, I would say you were. I would say. Uh, I would say when we uh, talk that you are like the virtual boy of um, you know of discussions. But virtual boy never got anything right. So, and I want to give you a little bit of credit. Uh, I think design and sturdiness they got a hundred percent correct. Well, no, I don't. Well, I don't know. I mean, based on how I spiked it, there could still be internal damage. <laughs> it gets damaged in shipping, so <laughs> that's exactly what's going to happen. It's like I'm going to keep this thing pristine, and then I'm going to like mail it to you or something, at, because eventually I'll break down and feel badly for you. And then yeah, and then well, knowing my post office, you'll never get it. <laughs> oh, I did though, real fast, because you mentioned post office. I did get the uh, the the Christmas gift, the delayed Christmas gift. So ah, there uh, it is. That Anthony got me. It's a T-shirt. Yep. In an N6, uh, Super NES cart. I don't even kind of want to open the cart. I, I kind of like this. So, but as much well, as you know, to... I mean, I bought one for me for Link to the Past, uh, and I still haven't opened it for the same reason. I just kind of want to leave it alone. Yeah. So very cool though. Very cool. Yes. Thank you. You are but welcome. Your your post office is terrible. My my post office. I have the worst post office. I, my post office is so bad that I actually want Frank Messina from the uh, from the better half to come out here and teach them how to be postal workers. <laughs> Hi, Frank. <laughs> He'll and hear then this. Frank, in a, and, then, and then when Frank comes out to visit, he can play Baldur's Gate 2 with me again. Ooh. He's so, so far behind. <laughs> I know. So anyway, we're talking, um, we're talking, you know, Mario Party celebrating its 20th anniversary. And we've covered Mario Party a couple of times here. In fact, we probably, yeah. I think we covered it last year around this time as well. well and when the new one came out. So we streamed when the new, it when and, I was and, there. And when the new one came out. Um, and also going through our Retro Gamers podcast archive, we had done uh, in January of 2018, we had talked about 
video games that were becoming board games because I was in Barnes and Noble and I saw the centipede board game based on the original video game. Yep. Now we're flipping the script a little bit and we are going to talk about board games that have become video games. And I definitely have, I've owned more video games based on board games and I have board games based on video games. Uh, agreed. Same here. So, um, but yeah, we get right into this. There's some good stuff. Uh, some of which you're like, how can they even make that into a game? But, um, you know, others kind of like make sense. So, yeah, exactly. But, um, just before we jump into it, based on our own personal experience, what is the very first video game that you remember playing that was based off of a board game? The, The one that immediately comes to my mind is Monopoly. For the okay. NES. Uh, and yes. I remember specifically because we would, uh, me and my friends, w- we started playing Monopoly, like the board game. They'd come over and we'd mm-hmm. play. And then I got the game, I think like for Christmas or my birthday. And then what we did was we ended up transferring the game, the physical game, to the NES game. Because the NES game had this weird like game editor that you can like start in the middle of a game. And like you could yes. just divvy up the, the the property the houses and everything yeah because you know when you played monopoly let's when you play monopoly with your friends the actual board game sometimes you'd sit there for hours oh now now granted we probably didn't play by the rules we were supposed to play by because i remember as a kid when we played monopoly it's like if you landed on a property that you didn't want you just said no and we kept playing it, now it, yeah the actual rule in the game is if you don't want to buy the property, the property goes up for auction. So somebody has to buy it at that point. Which, and that's what makes the game go faster. And that annoyed me so much about the NES version. Because I'm like, why am I auction? I don't want to auction this. I just want to yep. skip it and move on. Yeah, because those are the actual rules of the game. And yeah. also, um, a rule of the game that you know obviously people made up um, that is not actually in the game. Uh, free parking does not... Get money put underneath it. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, because when we used to play, we would always put five hundred bucks under there. But we would also put um, any uh, money you spent for taxes. So if you paid income tax, it went yep. in free parking. Yep. So somebody would wind up hitting free parking and running away with like a bank load of money. Oh yeah, it was the worst. But yeah, I remember playing the NES one, and actually, um, I still own Monopoly for the NES. Okay. Um, and it was actually one of the games um, – I know we don't talk about emulators that often here because of you know well, both of our views. You and Rich had an amazing conversation about it a few episodes ago. So Yes, we did. Um, but I think uh, – but way back when emulation was young, Monopoly was probably the one game I played the most on it because Monopoly on the NES, you can fly through it in like 10 or 15 minutes. You really can. It's, it's, um, it's kind of funny how fast you can blow through it. Exactly. And now, you know, they've made – I mean, Monopoly has been made pretty much for every system since. Oh, yeah. And now you're talking about like – you can download on PS4 like uh, – I forgot what the name of the Monopoly is there. It's like Monopoly Hotel or whatever. But oh, Monop- yeah. Yeah, there's like 3D versions of Monopoly. There's card – there's a card game based off Monopoly. But the, how about the Monopoly on the Switch, which when it first came out – and we're talking like whether you downloaded it or the physical card literally took about six minutes to load. Yes. Literally. Every time. Yeah. So, you know, companies are always finding ways for some odd reason to make Monopoly 
uh, more complicated than it actually is. I am, you know, I'm I'm very purist with board games, so I'm happy with the even still today. I will put in the NES cartridge and play that Monopoly um, instead of having the one, let's say, for the Switch or for the PlayStation Four. Well, let's let's call a spade a spade. You're so pure. You'll play the board game first, and then if you have to, you'll move over to the NES version. That's actually very true. But <laughs> uh, you know, since 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 I live alone, it's a lot easier for me to just play ah, the game. What you mean? The you cats do. don't sit there like. Just move the pieces. Well, no, that's how they move. That's how they move their pieces. But the problem is, they never leave my hotels alone. <laughs> Adorable. So, yes. Uh, yeah. So, Monopoly, yeah, was the first one that I remember. Okay. Um, now, one of the ones that I I remember um, that I'm most fond of, and I have to I have to give a shout out to this one, even though it wasn't a board game first. Um, I feel like Anticipation was the first video game board game that I think really like stood out. Okay, but I agree. Not related to our topic. Just wanted to bring that up because no, I loved anticipation. Definitely a uh, honorable mention. Yeah, but um, one board game uh, that became a video game that I absolutely loved, and this is my favorite board game of all time. And I remember playing it on Super Nintendo and on Genesis. I don't remember which one I had when I was younger. I think I had the Genesis one, but now I own both. Mm-hmm. Um, but Parker Brothers Clue is by <laughs> far and away my favorite board game of all time i love it i collect clues mm-hmm. actually i have i think eight or nine different clue board oh, games that's cool yeah um and then uh, the oldest one i have is uh actually funny a quick funny story I love this story i know went to uh went to a um went to a goodwill store found a version of clue from 1986 bought it brought it home when I when I went to open it, I, f- I noticed that the box was heavier than it should have been, and I'm like, "This is a very heavy clue," and I don't know why, because th- I bought the '86 version um, that I used to play as a kid, so it was awesome adding it to my collection. And when I opened it up, inside there was the 1986 version of Clue, and the board, the board, and all of the pieces for the 1963 version of Clue. That's insane. Which is insane, um, and all the pieces were there. F- Completely intact. I guess it just didn't have a box. I was so happy when I opened <laughs> that box and found that. It was awesome. No, that but, was cool. Yeah, it was really cool. But getting back to the video game, um, what I always loved about Clue, especially in the video game version, is the difficulty levels on it. Because it wasn't – it's not an easy game to play because you're, dedu- you know, you're using deduction to try and figure out mm-hmm. you know, who did it where and what, what weapon. <laughs> um, and even when you're playing against the computer – they make it really, really hard, like the hard version on there. Like I would, I would always play at the, the hardest level. Um, you have to sit there with the paper because if you remember in Clue, you know you have the paper so yeah, you can start xing things you off. Gotta, yeah, like, exactly. You got yeah. to weed things out. On my very first computer, I remember one of the first things I did was make that paper so I can play did the you? Clue video game because there was no way you were going to be able to remember it. You had to write it all down. There was no like like video version of it, like an electronic version of it? No, there was no electronic really? version in the game, so you had to you had to keep track on paper oh, like you did when you played the board game. Yeah. But still, absolutely love it, and even to the point where I've every time I go to a video game store, whether it's Game Dude or a Gamer's Paradise in Las Vegas, wherever the hell I go, um, I'm always looking out for. Um, Hasbro, I think it was Hasbro. Hasbro put out those family game night series. Yes. Right? Yeah, like especially okay. on the Wii and stuff. Yeah. Right. So Family Game Night three for three Xbox three sixty has Clue on it. Oh. 
And I've been trying to track that down. Cannot find it anyway. Now, granted, I can just go on eBay and buy it. But I've been trying to find it in a physical store. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and I can't find it. I have, I have a guest. <laughs> Hello again. Yeah, he seems to show up every week now. He's going to have to... (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Bye. Train him. Wow, that sounded louder than the virtual boy. (laughs) No, nothing was louder than that. (laughs) But, um, again, and the cool thing about the Clue game also that I loved is... When you made an accusation, so if I was like, it was Colonel Mustard with the wrench in the library, it would actually cue an animation oh. that started telling you a story. And it would be like, you know, you know, it was a it, it was a dark night outside. Colonel Mustard was in the library twirling his mustache. And then, you know, he picked up the wrench or if he didn't have the wrench, that's when another character would show up and say, oh, Colonel Mustard didn't have the wrench, and I have proof, so that's how you would rule it out. But oh. the little custom animation that they would do with it was just really cool to watch while you're playing the game. That. All right. Yeah. That's cool. I highly recommend, um, again, a su- the Super Nintendo or the Genesis version of Clue. Uh, or if anybody out there has the 360 version, just send it to me. Perfect. That is simple enough, right? It happens with other, uh, yep. other podcasts. Currently. Why not? Um, so that, that's cool. I mean, Clue, that's definitely like an in-depth game to really to really get into. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I also enjoy, and there's been multiple versions that have come out. Even the newest one just came out on the Switch. You know, something like Trivial Pursuit. Um, oh, yes. Which, in theory, w- should translate itself very well to a video game. But this is where we start having the issue of the um, the random questions repeating mm-hmm. themselves very, oh, yeah. very quickly. And that's what deterred me from those type of uh, video games, like based on those question board games. I love yeah. like a trivia board game. Oh, yeah, so do I. I had um, – actually, I think I had Trivial Pursuit for the Sega CD. Ooh. Ooh, I feel like I may have as well. Had. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the one I remember uh, hmm. playing the most. Okay. On there. And then um, I was going to bring up something else, Trivia Pursuit. No, I wasn't. I was going to switch over to something else. The I re- I'm trying to remember. I think it was the Xbox, the original Xbox version of Trivia Pursuit. I think it was like mm-hmm. Trivia Pursuit Live or something. That's the first one I remember where they actually made it a point where like it kept track of the questions. Yes. So you really wouldn't get – I mean you'd have to play a bunch of times before at some point they started repeating. Um, as funny as – as, not as funny, but as much of a money grabber as it would have been, I think people as we uh, definitely two trains of thought about DLC, especially microtransactions when it comes to video games, um, in-app purchases, if you will. Yes, but I feel like games like Trivial Pursuit or like Millionaire, Weakest Link, if it's still around, I yep. think those you would get more people on board to buy question packs as in-game downloads oh yeah i agree with that um and i think there are some there are games today that do offer that starting to do it now yeah they're starting to do it now which is really cool so um but you just reminded me of another game um that i wanted to bring up and there are a series of these games uh board games because Mm -hmm. they theme them out like crazy do you remember seen it i literally i had a pen and pad i was gonna write it down because i thought you were going with something else because in my head seen it popped in i love seen it on the xbox 360 yeah seeing it on the xbox 360 was great because it came with four 
controllers. Yep. So every person had their own controller and it had the buttons on it. And then on the very top, it was a round buzzer. So it was, you know, you had green, blue, red, and yellow, I think. The colors and, uh, of, the, of the buttons on the Xbox. Yeah, the colors of the buttons on the Xbox. And uh, everybody, you just handed them out, you know, when you guys wanted to play scene it, and then off you went. And it, and it just played awesome. Had all the different fun puzzles and stuff like that. That was definitely, I mean, now granted, the board game itself was kind of halfway there because it would use video clues and stuff. Yeah. You had a DVD that came with it. But the, um, the Xbox 360 version, I mean, countless hours of entertainment just playing that online. And I believe they had download packs for that as well. They because did. there was, I remember movie scene it. Uh, that was specific to movies and stuff like that. So they did the first one. It had a couple, but then it just started releasing them physically. There would be other versions of Cena, and it started to get it started to get watered down a little bit near the end. But I remember that I, I vividly. I would go to my, you know, uh, before they were married, and my cousins were living in sin in their own apartment. Uh, oh, we God. would go over and hang out. A ton of us. Do you want fire? <laughs> no, it's my phone. Ignore oh, okay. it. Um. Uh, we would go over to their apartment. I would bring Cena with all four controllers and my memory card because the Xbox 360 actually you had you were able to bring with you a memory card, uh, mm-hmm. and we would play. All of us would just play ad nauseum. And what was annoying is, and I don't do this a lot. In fact, I never do this, but I will say this, and I actually hated it for it. I destroyed everybody every single time. Um, because I knew all the movies. You memorized all the answers. No, 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 no. I didn't. You memorized all the answers. You played it ad nauseum and memorized all the answers. Scout's Mm -hmm. honor. I did not remember anything. It's just wow. You just defaced the scouts. Dare you? Ouch. Um, I just knew all the answers, and it wasn't until now that was my cousin Jamie and her now husband Eric. It wasn't until my cousin Brianne and, well, now her husband Jim, but I think, like, right before they started dating, we kind of, like, the, the games came, like, just were, weren't were fun anymore. And, and we all kind of, you know, everyone started getting families and stuff, so we started hanging out like that. Jim is the only one. In fact, you know what? I know he, hopefully he's listening now. I'm going to call him out if I can find the game. I do challenge Jim. He's the only one that, well, besides you, Ant, that can really run me for my money in seeing it. And I think one day we'll do that. We'll do a live stream on it. And because uh, he knows you know a what? lot of movie trivia as well. I was going to say, you know what? That's a great um, That's a great crossover episode when I come in. Let's have uh, you, Frank, Anthony Chu, and myself in a scene it showdown. Oh, I got to find my controllers. Okay. Yeah. okay. Or just just buy them again. <laughs> I'm trying not to do that. All right. I know. Just that's why you ca- just found Castlevania Bloodlines. Okay. Oh, that's right. Shh. Yeah, well, there goes that. Don't tell anybody. Um, Don't tell anybody that I've had it all this time. I had it, then I sold it, because then, then all of a sudden I started doing a podcast about video games. Who knew? Mm-hmm. Your fault. Uh, so, no, yeah, seen it. Probably my favorite. My favorite yeah. type of board game like that of all time. All right. And now, uh, moving on to other ones, um, I was just going to throw out really quickly. Um, uh, aside from Clue, I'm a big Scrabble nut. Okay. I don't remember seeing much Scrabble. Yeah, well, there aren't a lot of di- there aren't a lot of Scrabble games now. I, I think the first Scrabble game I ever owned was on the PlayStation, the original PlayStation. Oh wow! Okay. And I used to always play, and at this time I was, you know, I was still young, living at home. I would always play against my mother because my mother and I—that's our game. Mm-hmm. We play Scrabble all the time, like the board game. Um, but 
we, when we were playing the video game, now there's always a drawback to playing a video game version of it because when you're playing other players, they're not supposed to see your tiles exactly. and you can see everybody's tiles. Now, granted, I never let that affect what I was going to play on the board <laughs> anyway. So, but I would always play my mom, and you know, I, I I love my mother to death. I don't know where she I don't know where she gets the resolve for this because I I wouldn't be able to do it. I beat her. Every single time. And, and I'm not even kidding you. When I say every single time, I mean every single time. Um, and, God, and God bless her. She just, uh, she just she just rolls with it because she enjoys playing. And I'm like, and I'm like that too. But I also, yeah, but I, I'm more competitive than she is. I also enjoy winning. So I just don't let up. Oh boy, do you. Uh, no, I'm terrible. Um, but then yes. they came out with, again, uh, Family Game Night on 360. The first oh, yeah. one yeah. had Scrabble on it. Uh, there were two games actually on it that I played all the time. It was Scrabble and Boggle, because I love Boggle, Boggle also. <laughs> oh, I hate um, you. But, you know, uh, one year for Christmas, I bought my mom an Xbox 360, oh. and I got her family game night. And she, to this day, I mean, we're talking, you know, at least 10 years, she still sits there and plays Scrabble and Boggle on the 360. <laughs> That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. That's very cool. Uh, I remember... You know, it's like I didn't. You know, it's funny you mention that. Like the ones you kind of had to. Some people had to turn away from the screen. You know, while you were yes. choosing your tiles or picking or whatever like that. Um, I, you know, we talked about this in the past. Um, it's probably one of the first board games in Civilization, but uh, Othello. Yes, I love about. Othello. Very mm-hmm. simple game. You know, uh, you know, some it, it was uh, white. Versus black as far as like checker pieces they look like and you just fill yeah. up the board and you know if, if you surround your enemy all the pieces in the middle turn to your color very yeah. simple very straightforward I had it on the NES and I just played it ad nauseum you know I didn't have it on the NES but I had a game that basically took the Othello game and licensed it and it was the um, spot the seven up mascot totally makes sense. If you if you played the first spot game on the NES, not the second one, because the second one was a side-scrolling game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't believe that Seven Up <laughs> Spot had two video games, but but then again, Yo Noid had a video game, so whatever. No, uh, avoid the, the Noid. Um, but anyway, they, they took Spot and they turned it into an Othello game as well, which is interesting. Another game I like, um, which. It's not a board game, but let's face facts, and I'm not talking like. I'm not talking poker and stuff like that, but card games, I think, would also be part of this category. You can lump sure. them in. Um, um, uh, Uno. Oh, I Uno's awesome. When, when, when Xbox 360 came out and Xbox Live hit, Uno yes. was a free download. Um, mm-hmm. Now, you can still get that same exact version now. I think it's like five bucks or something like that. Yeah. But I actually played, and it was online. That's what was cool about it. It was free, and you were able to play online with others, hence the idea of promoting Xbox Live. I played hours of Uno yep. online. It was just so much fun. Oh, so did I. I mean, well, plus it was in the infancy of Xbox Live. Mm-hmm. So it was just cool to go online and play other people in anything. And Uno was such a basic game, and it's a universal game. So, yes. you know, it's translated all around the world. So it's just very easy to, you know, go on Uno and just play other people. In it, was super, it was a lot of fun. I did it all the time, too. In Spain, is Uno called One? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, and then, of course, we get into the some of the modern games, which, you know, like to touch on as well. Uh, I know they had, uh, I mean, unless you have any other classics ones you'd like to talk about, because I know some good um, modern ones. The only other one I would bring up classic-wise is Risk, 
because oh yeah um yeah if you remember um if you remember the notorious history of me playing risk with my friends um my friends hated playing me yes my friends hated playing me because the dice always seemed to roll in my favor (laughs) so and look i have no control over the (laughs) dice rolling in my favor and you know what i even tested that theory when i went to vegas and you know what i didn't win no so i don't your game no, I didn't win on craps. Now, if they had a freaking risk game I can bet on, I'd probably rule. <laughs> Listen, but, they have war as a table yes. game. They could have risk somewhere. They should have risk. They should definitely have risk. But anyway. Um, I never played risk because it was too detailed for me. R- risk isn't that complicated. I feel like it is. It's a game no. of world domination. Exactly. Who doesn't want that? Um, but risk, uh, I had risk on the Genesis. Okay. Uh, way back when. And then I actually downloaded it. I, I think it was on the 360 or the Xbox One. I forget which uh, one I did, but there's one on there. I think called Risk Factions, and there's you know they have like a a bit of a story mode to it along with the traditional game. Um, just another one to throw out there because I really enjoy playing Risk. No, those those are very cool. Um, some modern ones like Jenga on the Wii kind of makes yes. sense. You know, fun. Those are just ones you like. I mean, obviously, it's not that hard to set up a Jenga game. But nope. um, you know, you know, the Wii got a lot of those weird type of games. Uh, funny enough, Atari put that out. You would think that'd be some sort of weird third party. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, a game. But that, how about current current games? That's what I was gonna say. Um, well, it, it was on 360, but it is backwards compatible on the Xbox mm-hmm. One. Uh, I will, and this game you introduced me to, and I fell in love with this board game big time. Uh, Ticket to Ride. I love Ticket to Ride. Absolutely love Ticket to Ride. It's great. Um, yeah, the board game itself is awesome. I'm like, but then to your point, you can download it on console. You can even download it on your phone. I have tickets right on my phone. Oh, do you? Yeah. I don't know if I've downloaded it. I'll have to check that yeah, out. Yeah, you can download Ticket ticket to Ride on your phone. Uh, another game that I'm personally obsessed with as well, board game-wise, and my friends also, we love playing this game when we get together. It's Pandemic. Yes. And now, I don't know if it's on a console, but it's definitely on mobile because I have it on my phone. It's coming out on the Switch. It's coming out on the Switch. Absolutely awesome game. Um, and um, more importantly, and this has been – I feel like this has been happening more uh, with more current board games than previous, co-op games. Oh, So yeah. it's everybody cooperating against the game itself. Um, oh, that's, that's what you meant. Okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. In other words, all the yeah. players are working together to win the game mm-hmm. as opposed to everybody for themselves. Mm-hmm. And Pandemic is one of those. Um, absolutely great. Super fun game. Um Another board game that I love that the, um, that is also um, uh, that it came out on 360 on Xbox Live, uh, Catan Settlers of Catan. Oh yeah, <laughs> another another awesome game. Uh, if you haven't played it, I highly recommend it. Uh, it's also a competitive game, but there's there's co-op involved because you have to trade resources in order to build on the map. The map is different every time you play. It's really fun. See, that's where. Look, I, I I'm I'm not gonna fake being anything else like this i like a very simple board game you know roll the dice move like i feel like a game like Catan that can go on for a long time and there's like a lot of like trading and stuff i don't know how much i could i could get into those i know you love those yeah i mean well this it's a strategy based game yeah well Um, you you may not like pandemic then no no we've played pandemic i actually look there's always oh that's right we did play it Mm-hmm. Remember, you was too busy setting up that one game, and three hours later, you're like, you know what? Let's play something else. Because yeah, ma- uh, Mans- Mansions of Madness. That game. That that game is basically a game. If you have to play, it, you need a whole night to play it. Have you actually ever played it? Once. 
<laughs> Are you still setting it up again for a second playthrough? Yes. <laughs> so, um, and there's a multitude of other board games. Any others yes. you want to mention it? Or, I mean, because it's just... No, so nice. I think, I mean, um, Carcassonne is another current game that's uh, that's out there to play if yeah. you haven't played the board game. Uh, it's another fun one. Uh, I'm trying to think of more current stuff. But I think that that's really everything that pops you okay. know, top of mind. All right, sounds good. If you have any fun uh, board games that you like that have been translated to video games, let us know at the Facebook page, facebook.com slash retrogamerspodcast. And um, you know, let us know what your favorite board game is, you know, in general. Because one day we want to do a board game episode, like a straight-up board game episode as well. Uh, we're definitely going to do a board game episode because I have a stack of board games sitting back there on my shelf that we can talk about. All right, check it out in the future. All right, Larry, another week. Another set of retro birthdays. Oh, another one. All right. Happy another birthday. Another one. So we, we did bring up Mario Party in our last segment. To, that segued into our board game discussion. Mm-hmm. So once again, Mario Party came out this week in 1999. It's celebrating its 20th birthday. But there are two other birthdays I wanted to bring up. Okay. Really quickly. Uh, in 2002, on the Game Boy Advance. Now, correct me if I'm wrong because you're the Game Boy expert here, not me. Um Sonic Advance came to the Game Boy Advance. Now, is that the first Sonic game to transition over to Nintendo? Yes, there definitely were not any on Game Boy of my recollect- recollection. So, yeah, that's because it was at around that time when the when the Advance Dreamcast came out. Dreamcast was pretty much done. Sega got out of the hardware business. Yep. So, so yeah. So Sonic Advance. Uh, you know, Sonic made his debut on the Game Boy Advance seventeen wow. years ago. Good lord. A great game, yeah. too. I love that game. Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome game. And then one other retro birthday I wanted to bring up. And this was actually an interesting one. This is almost a retro birthday slash did you know? Because I I definitely did not know this. Now, the original Castlevania was released in Japan on the Famicom disc system. Remember? Yes. It was not released on the Famicom itself. Yeah. That eventually it was released on the Famicom now, but Castlevania came out in what eighty six? I would say so. Yeah, yeah. Eighty six, eighty seven. Yeah. They did not make the cartridge version for the Famicom until nineteen ninety three. Wow. So, and that came out. That was released this week. So twenty six years ago this week, Castlevania finally came out on the Famicom in ninety three. Now we've talked about, about that. Yeah, think about past. that for a second, though, because by 93, the Super Nintendo was already two years in existence, mm-hmm. but based on, and I've covered this on a retro spotlight, the Famicom was creating games for that system until 2001, Yeah, which is insane. <laughs> like, Nintendo kept, just kept going with that thing, so 1993 yeah. to them is... Isn't all that big a deal? I was like, but still, when you think about it, six years after the disc system version came out, they came out. They finally came out with the cartridge version. I just thought that was interesting. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. So, um, Sonic Advance, Mario Party, and Castlevania cartridge for the Famicom. We're wishing each and every one of you a very happy retro birthday. All right, another week. Another episode, another Super Bowl, another prediction, another board yeah. game. Another one of us is wrong. No, we'll see. L.A. L.A. Well, of, LA. Let's, face it. let's face it, though. One of us is wrong. No, that's true. Yeah. You know, we'll see what happens. Um, but uh, it was a fun... <laughs> go 
Go Pats. Go not Tom Brady. Go watch Halftime Heat. Super Bowl. Yes. <laughs> um, so enjoy everyone already at this point has enjoyed the Super Bowl or their respective Super Bowl parties. That is correct. um, Yeah. And we are all five pounds heavier for it. Some of us five, some of us a little bit more, but uh, that's okay because all in a good time having. Yes. Yes. I don't Um, even think that was a sentence. Nope. I'm I'm tired. I'm done. I've been up since like five o'clock in the morning doing laundry. Yeah, you're just. Uh-huh. So uh, with that, we're going to bring this one to a close. Um, As always, first and foremost, check out um, our other podcasts here at the uh, the More Family Podcasts. You've got the Retro Gamers, of course, listening to you right now. The Yin and the Yang Podcast every Friday. The Better Half Podcast every other Wednesday. And finally back for WrestleMania season, Talking More Wrestling, which will be every, give or take, Saturday at 6.05 p.m. Eastern. That's right, and I will be yeah. guest starring you on will Talking be. More Wrestling one, one of these you days. Will you will. No, no, I got you. I'm going to have you. I'm going to have the host of the Indian Yang podcast. I'm going to have Brandon on to talk about the indie scene coming up during WrestleMania Very weekend. Nice. So we're going to be doing a lot of that uh, coming up. Uh, and where can they find this show, though, on social media? Well, they've already found it because they're watching or listening as we speak. Yes, but this is not social media. That is very true. You can find well. You can find us all over the place. You can find us on Instagram at Retro Gamers Podcast or Retro Gamers Pod. No, Retro Gamers Podcast. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> see, I don't even remember these things because so I'm not very social media savvy. <laughs> find us on Instagram at Retro Gamers Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash Retro Gamers Podcast. You can um, find us on our website at www.theretrogamers.com. You can listen to us on Spreaker, Amazon Alexa. Um, iHeartRadio, basically any Everywhere. place, every place that has podcasts, you can find us there. Um, you can also email us if you have any questions or you want to tell us how awesome I am and Larry isn't. You can email us at email at theretrogamers.com. We're getting new fans every time. We're getting, you know, a lot of people are emailing us, giving us suggestions as well. So uh, we definitely appreciate it. We love hearing from everybody. Um, continue to share. Share the live stream. Share the podcast. Just simply share the podcast from whatever app you listen on. Um, they all have share options. Uh, and, of course, the five-star ratings at Apple Podcasts. That's really what will help us get through this. And let your friends, let your family know about your favorite retro gaming podcast which is this one because we will catch you right here next week on the retro gamers podcast Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. It's Kohl's Super Cyber Monday. Shop online and save with an extra $10 off 50. Plus, get $15 Kohl's cash for every $50 spent. And take an extra 20% off. Fitbit Versa 2 is $129.99. Save on Cuisinart Air Fryer and get 40% off Lego. Plus, free store pickup. Shop Super Cyber Monday today only at Kohl's and Kohl's.com. 
Select style. Select deals valid November 30th only. 10 off 50 offer valid November 30th online only with promo code jackpot. 20% offer valid November 28th or December 2nd with promo code 20 off. Fitbit and Lego offers and coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or close.com for details.